Hello, my name's Evie and I'm here to have an honest discussion about all things sex, mental health and self-love with some amazing people I've met through Instagram. Most Fridays, unless I'm going out for a drink, join me for a good old chat on everything surrounding sex and your body with some of the best in the sex positive community. Welcome to Clitry the Best, a conversation with Nikki Scott discussing being child free. Hello, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Mm, I'm good, thank you. Yeah. How are you finding COVID and stuff? Um, it's a mixed bag. It's mm. a roller coaster, in the words of Ronan Keating. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm all right today, and mm. uh, the sun in Brighton helps a lot. Nice. So yeah, not not too bad today. I've got shortbread on the desk. So yeah, amazing. <laughs> oh, so do you want to tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? Yeah. So uh, I'm Nikki from the Sex Ed Club and I'm a sex educator. Mm -hmm. I used to be a primary school teacher. Um, So I have taught um, sex ed to, I mean, it's not really sex ed when you teach little kids, Uh, but it's (laughs) also about consent and sharing and being friends and not punching each other in the face over toys. Mm. And I've just finished an MA in international education and development where I focus my studies on gender identity and sexuality and then did my dissertation on sex education in schools and how online sex educators are bridging mm-hmm. this amazing gap uh, that school isn't managing to do so I feel like I've got a lot of theory knowledge um, mm. that I'm desperate to share with everybody and implement and you know make tangible by real life experiences so, yeah for yeah. sure yeah and I'll point out to the listeners we met on a RSE sex ed course quite recently um and yeah that's how I got you on and yeah we kind of we were just discussing before we hit record how yeah little (laughs) you actually have to know and there isn't really really a qualification to teach um in terms of sex ed you kind of just well yeah we know that like random PE teachers end up teaching it who don't even want to teach it and obviously this course makes you yeah puts more behind it but it's still um a bit of a minefield <laughs> I've mm. just been uh yeah I've just been you seeing that thing online today that's the uh, government of re-releasing a survey about yeah. how to um stop sexual or you know just general harassment for women and girls and I just I feel like I mean I'm just about to put a post on Instagram about mm. it it's like we need to invest in professionals teaching sex education, not expecting geography teachers and PE teachers mm. to flip and put on another hat that has such huge implications. If you're not getting some good, solid, not birds and bees chat, but like solid sex ed at home, you're coming mm. to school and someone who doesn't want to teach it or who's kind of being strong armed into teaching it, it's sort of teaching you about consent sometimes mm. on a Friday or putting condoms on cucumbers. Like having police in pubs and bars and more CCTV and lights is going to do nothing. People are going to still get raped. It's ridiculous. And all it's going to do is people are going to abuse that and they're going to pretend they're fucking policemen or they're going to, the policemen themselves are going to abuse position. And also the the times that women and people are raped is not in clubs and pubs. It's the bit afterwards. And I don't want the policemen in the club. Are you joking? How are we going to have fun? Are you joking? what sorry who made that decision I know Are you out of your mind so you're going to follow every vulnerable person around the club and the <laughs> pub and home to chaperone us 
so that we yeah. get home safe while the boys are just you know or the perpetrators yeah. are just you know never mind what? trying to make make them change what they're doing let's just fucking protect oh, yeah. us as it's always let's like about, let's not worry about that let's victimize mm. the females absolutely and that was one of the things that studying gender at the you know, postgrad level mm. was a really interesting thing to find out that this kind of positioning women as a victim all the time so yeah. the position is the gender you know through a gender list the women are the victims not men are the perpetrators mm. it's how, how can we support women as a victim and I think yeah. that that kind of idea that you're not focusing on the prevention you know is is madness mm. and it's just another easy thing to do oh we'll just, you know do this yeah. You can tell, like, the government yeah. have done no research. They were like, oh, we'll just slap out some random rule that will keep them quiet. But I think it's doing the absolute opposite because people are just fuming yeah. about it, rightly so. Oh, God, it's ridiculous. And the people, in, the men in my DMs, if they put as much energy as they do, as they do telling me to go die, telling me I'm wrong, into actually trying to change their behaviour and advocating for us and te- calling out their mates, like, oh, the world would be well, a much I just, safer place. I mean... Yeah, I just find the whole like sliding into DMs with abuse. I'm like, why do you feel? Why do you feel like you've got to get so angry about it? Why does it matter to you so much? Why are you so threatened? Is, is it because you're threatened? Because mm. why else would you react like this? I just find it phenomenally ridiculous. Yeah, it's crazy. It is crazy. Right, let's get on to the topic we were meant to discuss. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> I could go on about this for ages. Um, what are your mm. thoughts on women who don't want children? I love them. I yes. celebrate them. I'm here for them. I am one. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. I have. I have never ever really, really, really wanted to have children. Just in the same way as I don't have a scrapbook full of wedding dress photos yeah. and things like that. I say scrapbook because I'm 37 years old and we didn't have Pinterest in the 90s. Um, mm. And I always thought that I might do it. I always thought that I might get married, and I used to, you know, fantasize that it would be with. Mark from Take That and all those sorts of things. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I never really, really wanted it. And I felt the same about children. Like, I have babysat kids since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And then I retrained to be a teacher in my mid-20s and taught in England and in um, Vietnam. And I've nannied. And I've been mm-hmm. a live-in nanny and I've been a live-out nanny. So I've spent a lot of time with young children, yeah. raising them, caring for them, nurturing them almost loving them in a weird Mm -hmm. way when you're a teacher and a nanny like I feel like that line of nurturing and care is quite a fine one because you're doing every every, all you ever do is all you're doing as a teacher is planning to help them and Mm. make them a good time but it's it's not been go on oh sorry I was gonna say we expect you sometimes end up spending more time with them than their own parents do like so you're a big part of their lives you're teaching them like the foundations and yeah it's hard to not care mm. in the in the primary schools where I've taught definitely there was always a bit of a running joke and I don't think it's particularly funny but someone's kids always miss out so it's either your own children or the children at school miss mm. out because you it's very difficult oh, to be okay. a really great parent and a really great teacher because your hours are long mm-hmm. and it's tiring so when you teach little kids you hug them I mean I appreciate there's an area of like what you are and aren't allowed to do for escape with safeguarding with hugging but you know you're physically Mm-hmm. With, with them and sitting down standing up so it's a tiring job so when you get home and you've mm. got young children how, where do you get the energy to, to do it all over again yeah. till the end of the day mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah so yeah and I've just you know I just it just hasn't been something that I've really really wanted to do and then suddenly out of mm. nowhere I'm in my late 30s and I'm like oh yeah 
Oh, right, okay. It's well, just such a, there's such a pressure, like, it's such a tradition. You have to complete this, this, and this, otherwise you're not a successful woman or you've not done all the steps of life. But I think slowly we're realising, like, or not realising, we're people are, I don't know, I even know how to word it, really, but slowly we're, we're making our own bloody choices and kids. Also, I think it's quite a good... Some people just have kids even if they don't want kids just because they're told that's what they should do. And sometimes that can mean... Like not everyone, I don't think, is meant to be a mother, like or father, like, and I think yeah, it comes with a lot of problems because obviously there's all the stuff like in psychology about how you're brought up affects how you have future relationships and stuff like that. So it's it's almost a sensible decision as well if you're say if you're having not having kids because you don't feel like obviously you don't feel like that, but like some people are like they don't want to have kids, so they don't feel like they can be mothering. But then they're still forced into that. I'm rambling a lot. I, I don't. I part of, this is, part of the decision for me not to have children is because I don't think I would be good at mothering. I'm selfish. I'm really selfish, and I want to be selfish. And it's nothing the matter with it. I mean, if you take mm. that like um, African fable, parable, proverb, it takes mm. a village. Not everyone in that village bears the children. Mm. So. If, mm. if it takes a village to raise a child there's some people in that village that aren't the birth parents but help mm-hmm. so yeah. you know it takes multiple sure. hands to raise a child so therefore in a society that is raising well-rounded young people you need people in their lives mm. that aren't a parent themselves so that yeah. they can help give a different opinion give a different perspective but yet we haven't in the west particularly because I can't speak to the East, but I can't speak from the East, but mm-hmm. in the Western, particularly in British society, because I'm British, um, everybody's encouraged to have children. And it's kind of like you say, one of those milestones, mm. go to uni, get, get a boyfriend, as if it's that easy, get a boyfriend, get, get married. <laughs> just buy one. <laughs> and start a family. Yeah, just buy one. I'll just order mm. one online. Um, <laughs> I just think that's not what everyone wants to do. By a long shot, no. it's the same with mon- uh, monogamy. But yeah, if you don't do it, you're not conforming and it's seen as radical. Oh, you're, you know, mm. you're radical that you don't want to do that. Like a lot of the things, again, like mm. I said, being 37, when I've met people and I may look like I'm not the age I am and I sort of say how old I am, their jaws on the floor mm. because they can't quite believe someone of my age would be mm. doing whatever it is I'm doing because they're 10 years living your, living your own life. Yeah. Mm. And they're like, oh. Oh, right. As if it's like a, a complete shock. Like, should you be like yeah. in a nursing Why do you think it's so radical? I always try and think why. Like, oh, I know it's obviously tradition. And every message. Of... I mean, if you can you remember any movie mm. or any like bit of media that is, you know, even the adverts in the windows for like the opticians, the, the family, in the bank, there's a family. Mm. There's a Halifax ad that's just gone up around the corner from where I kid and he's putting his head on her his mommy's tummy this huge big big pregnant tummy and I was like that's not relevant mm. for me why would I why would I want to yeah. use that bank what so you don't look after people like me you only look after people who are starting a family and they're the only important ones mm. you know yeah. what if I want to start a special bank account for a flower subscription I want to get flowers delivered mm. to my house every month do you offer that service like <laughs> I just yeah. think there's so many messages that are you know traditional and that's seen as radical so if you're not following you know in all the movies that are like single like bridesmaids yeah the friend that hasn't got a partner is a tr- is a train wreck like is an absolute oh god mess. yeah oh bridget story bridget story what am i talking about bridget jones 
Diary, that one. Yeah. Oh my god, she she's living her best life. She's living living in like the best fucking flat in London. Got like a top editorial job, and somehow she's failing. Yeah. What? It's like, oh, hang on a minute. That's so that's my actual dream life. And yeah, you know, I that idea that you villainize and that you you pity and you feel sad for single women is just so dated, mm. so patriarchal. Because yeah, what I think as well is a subliminal message is so much of women's value is put into the fact that you can have children mm-hmm. so it's one of our biggest things is that we can reproduce if we have the organs to do it. but yeah. what are you there for what do we need you for you don't need you for anything it's like oh no no well what about if I just want to live my best life which doesn't yeah. include me having children they can't fathom it it's like uh, what what do you mean Mm. and it's so heteronormative like it doesn't take into account anyone else exactly mm. Mm. how has did you think your job has affected your decision like in the in the sense that being a primary school teacher there's nothing more there's nothing less sexy than working in a primary school <laughs> there's, 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 nothing, there's nothing more tiring and draining and I mean the noise of young children is exhausting so the fact that that was yeah. a lot of my life for a long time I don't think consciously I thought that it was tiring, but all those little micro things that you're teaching them all the time, I was so aware of having tra- mm. been trained to support young learners and then teach them. But then, mm. so yeah, so my, so my work has affected that. But then the opposite, I feel like my life, I wanted to do certain things that weren't going to be appropriate if I had a child. I mean, I also would need mm-hmm. to have the sperm to make a child, which I also didn't have. Mm-hmm. so mm. you know this it's not as easy as just going oh I just chose not to have a child but I also didn't have a partner to have a child with but that means it's allowed me to do literally anything I've wanted all, mm. all through my late 20s when my girlfriends were having babies and having their second baby and getting married um and my early 30s I was traveling and trying different careers and living in different countries because I was mm-hmm. because it was just me and I could make those decisions at the drop yeah. of a hat Whenever I wanted, I could look online and go, jobs in South India, jobs in whatever. And I could just go and have a look and go, oh, maybe I'll do that. And that was, and I could just do it or not do it. Yeah, it's the freedom. Total mm. freedom. And, and then retraining, like yeah. changing my career, going back to uni twice. I've been back to uni two times mm. in the last 10 years because I can afford, mm. I mean, I can't really afford it, but I don't have all the money pouring you know I don't need to have job security just me so I can mm-hmm. yeah and mm, and like you can have but obviously we don't need men to have babies anymore but it's still it's still a very like yeah patriarchal thing that like oh you need to have a man you need to have this family and be of this stability and it's just I mean it's so dated it's controversial <laughs> to say this and I appreciate that and it's not everyone's opinion opinion and all you can ever do is your mm-hmm. own opinion but I think being the idea that I would get a sperm donor and I wouldn't need a partner, I feel mm-hmm. very strongly that that's a lot, a lot to take on as a single person. Man or mm-hmm. man, whoever you are, as one person to raise, I mean, again, coming back to this proverb, it takes a village. So if it takes a village, great. Mm-hmm. So if, if that one person needs to be a village to do, to do a good job, that's a lot of work. And I mm. don't discredit any single parents or anybody who chooses to do that on their own. In fact, kudos to you because it's a fucking big job. Yeah. It's a really big job. You've got to really you want it. You've got to really, really <laughs> want it. 
you got to want it so bad mm. you think about it all day all night and that wasn't what I was doing so I appreciate yeah. you know it is absolutely heteronormative to think that you need a man a woman together you make a baby of course I feel like we're further mm. on well you and I believe we are further on some of us yeah yeah <laughs> but, yeah. Mm, yeah yeah that's the thing like I always forget that when I'm in this bubble that everyone's all like sex positive and all things but really you go you step outside of Instagram you're like oh no we're still backwards <laughs> what do you mean you don't need a man yeah. how could that possibly work it's like oh god how what but no oh <laughs> yeah I always I sometimes I'll lay in bed and be like it's actually scary how much like what you, you could just fuck up tiny amounts as a as a parent and it can affect your child forever and I'm like I don't think I can cope with yes. that like, agreed that's you, just what I think about yeah. that is another reason you can want to do the best job and you like with the best will in the world but this you're gonna fuck up because everybody does not anything and it's that's just really scary yeah. it's overwhelming to me, to me. I mean yeah. I have, I'm somebody who has anxiety and mm-hmm. so I overthink things that's kind of what the things do so the th- mm-hmm. thought the thought that I struggle sometimes with my own mental health issues it paralyzes me with fear to think that if I had a child would I genetically give them anxiety would I just would Mm. I put it on them because I'm just anxious would I be so fussy and so worried about them because I worry about people that I would make them anxious by me worrying about them and then I'm like Mm. I can't have a child and then make it have a mental illness Without, without me even saying <laughs> what I think about. Like, no one says oh, any of this stuff. No one says. Like, everyone just goes, oh, I love my baby. It's great. And that's great. Mm. I wish I didn't know. Maybe I would have had a child if I didn't know or didn't think about this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and then I worry, like, do I, wanna, do I want someone else to experience this world? Like, especially with the news at the moment. Oh, I'm my like, God. Do I want to make someone else go through that? Like, I've got all my girlfriends. like, if I had a girl. Yeah. Mm. All my girlfriends have got girls. I don't know. Oh, all my girlfriends. All my girlfriends have had children. Every one of them has got a girl, at least one. Some of them have mm-hmm. got two. And the messages mm-hmm. we've been exchanging over the last week is ter- they are terrified. They are, they're worried. They're going to go, my girls are going to grow up soon. One of them's, I think, 11. And she's like, when do I, st- when do, do I have to start t- telling her about rape culture? Do yeah. I need to talk to her about there's people that are predators out there? And they're, they're frightened. They don't want to do that. So what we've just said what we've said before and then that as well Mm. and you're wondering why Mm. people are questioning whether unless you really want it and I think if you really want to have a a child I think you need to think of it as do you really want to have a whole human do you want to nurture and raise an entire human not a baby not a child a fully grown human do you really want that Mm. because if you don't really want it like you've never wanted anything take a minute mm-hmm. and think if I think about what it means yeah because my ovaries do a little twitch every time I see a newborn baby and I'm like oh I want one and then I'm like wait that's gonna grow up I'm gonna have to look after it and raise it till it's like probably beyond 18 and I'm like ah I don't want that part <laughs> I just want something to cuddle for a bit and get back <laughs> I saw an Instagram thing when I was looking online about some stuff trying to do a bit of research this to like see if there was anything funny out there and, and someone had tweeted mm. and said um do you want a baby? Yes. Why? Oh, because they're so cute, but they cry all the time. And they t- dictate when you sleep and when you eat and what you wear and where you go. And then it's like, it's like an mm. episode of Black Mirror come to life. And I was like, it's true. <laughs> it keeps you up all night. It's shits and sicks all over your clothes. You can't go anywhere. You know, and it's like, yeah. but yeah, everyone's going, oh, cute. Oh, how lovely for you. Yeah. 
And I'm sure it is. We should have really got a third party in here who's had a baby and discussed it. <laughs> yeah, better, but not- I do. Yeah, I can understand it. It is an amazing thing, and I am. I'm still humming. I don't know. Like I think about it way too often. Um, but yeah, I just, I just, yeah. You've really got to want it. You've really got to want it. And like my my boyfriend's family, whenever I go round there, like sorry if they're going to listen to this, but they they do it with the best intentions. But they they are very. It's very drilled into them. You get together, you have a baby, and like I remember, like the third time I met them, they were like, "So when are you going to have a baby?" And I'm like, "One, I'm literally 22." Who like I've been with my boyfriend like not even two years. I mean, like, that. what the hell? Can, do you understand how irresponsible yes. that is? That in itself is outrageous. No offense to your boyfriend's parents, but mm. what the fuck? You're 22 yeah. years old. You've been an ad- you've been a fully fledged adult. Sorry for four years. Four. Years. I'm still a child. I feel like. How have you had? <laughs> I just think, and I think like of course people who've had parents, and you might get a lot of pushback with this, and people might phone in and all the rest of it. Mm. Phone in. What am I? 18 years old (laughs) 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 thank god they can't yeah but I think there's so much positive there's so much around the narrative of go for it have a baby let's celebrate it and there's not enough of the balance well I when I was going on about my boyfriend's parents it's very very like come on you need to do this you need to do that and I struggle like more and more now I'm coming up with inventive ways to just come back at them used to be I'd just laugh it off and be like "Ah, yeah whatever now I'm like yeah well I'll have one you pay for it or like just like all these little things what is your go-to when someone hits you with like when they're like oh why don't you want children well you're not gonna have children (gasps) how dare you Um, (laughs) I think when it's strangers it tends to come off the back of um Mm like sort of introducing myself and sort of my age and I sort of have this thing of this is why I look so good this is why I'm I'm getting passing for 25 (laughs) you think I'm 25 because I don't have a husband or children thank you very much you know no stress stress, (laughs) you know and I just Mm. think the idea that I get quite a lot of oh it will happen oh I'm sure it will happen and I'm just Mm. I'm so happy just to say I don't want it why would I want it I'm happy if you want to take a seat seat, get me a drink I'll explain to you all the reasons why it's going to work out well for me to be child free and I think that positive smile that sort of like energy that I can bring to it is almost shocking for them because I think they're expecting me to crumble and for me to go Mm. oh yeah oh and it's like Mm. no no I am no I'm happy more than fine or what that what, mm. it, what do they say it takes uh, a quarter of a, or three quarters of a million pounds I'm gonna get this all wrong because I'm terrible at remembering facts we could potentially fact check it shit it's a yeah it's a lot of but it's a quarter money. of a million quid to raise a human <laughs> it's a quarter of a million pounds or something like that mm. so sorry what I'm gonna have an extra quarter of a million quid over my lifetime because I'm yes. not gonna have children <laughs> that's what I always Don't think feel about sorry for me mm. and I remember I said that and then they hit you with the like oh but you'll be really lonely and sad and I'm like well potentially I still have a partner it doesn't mean and like also I don't need it doesn't mean I'm lonely if I don't have a partner like I won't be lonely I'll have my days full of hobbies and things I mm. like to do for myself yeah like you Ugh. know and they're like oh do you never want to have, do you not want to have children well I don't want to get up every Saturday morning at 8am and take them to a mm-hmm. fucking club God, yeah. I want to lie in in my and- you know yeah we're all into fucking different things we're not saying like you can't like Ugh, gross babies families like no, that is fucking valid. If you want to do that, that's amazing. But it's the whole point. We should have a choice. Like, 
it shouldn't be you have to do so oh, it just mm. makes me so angry <laughs> exactly oh. and I totally agree and if you want to have children and even if you don't think you do and you decide that you do all mm-hmm. of those avenues are totally valid and totally fair none of this what I'm saying is taking mm-hmm. away 100%. from anybody's right to choose all I want to do is add the conversation that there is another way and you can be we more confident yeah and you can be more confident in your in your delivery of I don't want it of course you can change your mind if you want to but you don't have to sort of go, oh, I'm not sure. If you feel like you don't want to, you just say it. You also mm. don't owe anybody an explanation. No. You don't know. You don't owe anybody a response. If you don't want to respond, yeah. you just say... But also, what if you can't have kids? Like, this is the thing. When people ask and they go on and on, like, you don't know. That person might be beating themselves up because they can't have children and they really fucking want children. It's just, it's a real insensitive throwaway comment that I think it's mainly families that do it. And it's just... I, yeah, and actually the, the most people that have said it to me are people in my immediate family. Mm-hmm. I'll give away no names here because I still want to <laughs> receive presents at my birthday. Yeah. Um, because it, cause it is intimate. And I don't yeah. think... And, and I, I mean, I live in Brighton. I'd like to think that people I'm going to meet aren't going to ask me about what job I do, where's mm. my partner, where are my children. Uh, but it is, it, is, it is sensitive and it is a personal question. And actually, it's a, it's a little bit like that thing where you look in a pram and you ask what gender the baby is. Who cares? Mm. Yeah. What's the That's relevance of that? It doesn't matter. You just say they're beautiful, whatever. They're all beautiful. Oh, when they're like, um, oh God, my brain's gone. Oh yeah, they're like, you owe us a grandchild. Like, you're not going to give us a grandchild. Like, well, <laughs> I mean, what is even that? That is absolutely go through ridiculous. all of that just to make them happy. Like, that's a serious sacrifice if you don't want one. <laughs> oh God, I know, and I just yeah. I mean, this might this stuff might have been more valid and might have been more real when women didn't go to work. Mm-hmm. because the job that you did was raising a family that was your yeah. job it wasn't that you didn't have a job you just had this specific job mm-hmm. I'd like to think that we've come a long way from women only being able to raise children and so now there's a plethora of jobs we can do and mm-hmm. I just happen to be one of those women who wants to try that smorgasbord of other jobs mm-hmm. and careers I want to do things and have, I, I work I work with children that's my actual job I yeah, it's not like you're a child hater and you don't want to go near no. them <laughs> no exactly <laughs> Yeah. I also think like you don't have to, I always think it was quite a nice idea for me is I like to just say, so I'm not fully saying no is to myself anyway. Like maybe I want to do everything first. And then if I still can later down the line, maybe then I will, because then I know that whether I'm going to be able to say, oh, I've done everything now I'm ready. That's a whole nother thing. But like, yeah, I just feel like you need to explore first and see stuff. And it's just, yeah. But again, all about choice. Yeah, and that was a lot of my response at one stage was like, I don't have time. I've still got mm. this thing I want to do. I'm going to go traveling. I'm going to go and live abroad. Yeah. I've got a job in another country. I'm starting an MA. I'm doing, you know, mm. and I was like, I don't have time right now. I don't, mm. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to do the thing I'm doing well if I then mm. added that an extra layer of responsibility. So, yeah. I mean, I'm 37. I've got time. I don't not have any time. Mm. Um, I actually currently have a partner. So, you know, mm. but... I still have other things I'm trying to do yeah. that I'm prioritizing over carrying a child at this moment. Mm. I also like to think like, oh, who says that you can't have a child and still have freedom? But either way, the first like year or so, you're going to have to be quite a lot at home. And I don't know, like, but COVID has made me really realize that like, I just can't cope with being at home on my own all the time. Like, it's just really... Mm. I like Agreed. it in small chunks. Like when I've worked hard and then I go home, like, oh yeah. But when it's all the time, I'm like... I really couldn't do this it's just really like 
I don't know I don't know if it's because I'm my mental health's a bit more sensitive like I struggle just yeah being on my own all the time like I like my alone time but then yeah I just I just feel like I don't know if I could cope with that I don't I think like you say when you're anxious you just overthink every single situation ever <laughs> I mean my opinion about having children has changed since my friends have had children and I don't care what mm-hmm. anyone says anyone who is a friend of a friend with children the fun you have with your child friend, child <laughs> friend. <laughs> you can have with your friend that has a child is mm. very different to the fun you used to have when they didn't have a child so this I idea can of imagine, you can yeah. still have fun okay yeah you can still have fun but it's not the same sort of fun that I yeah. still want to have I've taken mm. up roller skating as the, a thing to do this year nice as some, fu- some fun things to do Mm. Uh, my inner child things to do and it's amazing in Brighton because I can meet other women similar ages to me who don't have children who want to do fun things because the friends I've had for 20 years can't come Mm. roller skating with me because they have to look after their children Mm. or bring their children so they can only come for a bit and then they have to go so they can still have you know this idea that you it's not that you never have fun or you don't have fun as a parent but it's very different I feel like I have lost some of my Mm. friends to their mm. families because they don't have the same amount of time as I have yeah. to give to our fun friendship. Of course, they're still there for me. And of course, you know, we still spend time together, but it's very different. Takes very a lot of time. Yeah. yeah. And they're probably and bloody and they knackered. Should... <laughs> exactly. And they should be doing that. They shouldn't be passing their kid over and coming out with me mm, on a Tuesday yeah. night down the pub. I'm glad that they want to yeah. their children. It's just very different. And again, I think the idea that there's a lot about it it's just not talked about and a lot of it's not Mm. discussed like you said oh you can still have fun as a parent of course you can of Mm. course you can but the but it's different yeah yeah and you shouldn't feel you shouldn't feel like you have to have children just because your friends are doing it and because there's nobody left to play with it's a really Mm. big responsibility so Mm. yeah I think it just needs to be something that's thought about more rather than oh I have to do it because that's what everyone does Yeah. yeah How has this affected your relationships? Like, has this, yeah, has it affected any of your relationships, like romantic ones? Um, I mean, I'm pretty upfront. I was on the implant for a really long time Mm -hmm. um, because I was studying and had a partner, had the implant, Mm -hmm. then split with my partner and stayed on it because it worked for me. So for a long time, Mm -hmm. I didn't worry about it. I didn't worry about getting pregnant or having a child because I was... yeah had something that was um, stopping that from happening but I actually did take it out I'd had it in for nine years three years rotations and I took it out after nine years and I thought well I'll take it out now just mm-hmm. in case there's a chance I do want to have a child uh mm-hmm. the, I don't know what you say the organic way through my <laughs> vaginal canal I don't know yeah um, I like that but, organic way <laughs> <laughs> um and so now the relationships I've had subsequently I feel like mm-hmm. I've had to be quite I feel like I've had to talk about it yeah because there's Get now a from. chance it might happen exactly mm-hmm. I had an abortion when I was 18 mm-hmm. so the idea that um I might want to do it because I'm now getting another chance to do it mm-hmm. I am aware that um it might be something that I've said I don't want to do but now I mm-hmm. have a partner and I have the chance maybe I do want to do it to sort of 
when you when you can't get pregnant or there's no option mm-hmm. to do it because you don't have a partner for me it was easy just to go I don't want it yeah but now but now that I'm in relationships I'm discussing it and uh I still feel like I don't want to mm-hmm. um at, at the minute so I feel like I've just had to talk about it more with mm-hmm. them since coming off birth control yeah because I don't know whether I would how I would feel about having another abortion Mm-hmm. The idea that that's something that I'm doing to to stop having children just feels the, like the wrong choice, and yeah. because accidents happen, because mm-hmm. you make because things happen, they make mistakes, you know, whatever. Um, so just the idea that, yeah, I I want to talk about it, but then mm-hmm. at the same time, you know, very very strongly that it would also be my choice, and I wouldn't want anyone to you know, say, oh, well, I really wanted to have children. Yeah, for sure. Mm. You know, so that I would be positioned to be like, oh, well, maybe I should do it. Like, I never would do that. Mm. Yeah, it's difficult, isn't it? Um, What tips would you give people who know they don't want children? Like, I guess, tips on how to deal with, I don't know, any tips? (laughs) I'm trying to think what tips. I would just live your best I know the fact this is going to be really sweeping and like just live your best authentic self <laughs> it's, invest in yourself invest mm-hmm. in things that make you feel whole and that make you feel like you have purpose I've spent a long time trying to decide what I want to do with my life mm-hmm. I've had lots of different careers I've, I've walked down lots of different paths and it's been as exciting as it's been scary Mm-hmm. But it's meant that I've done so much growth and development for myself. I feel at the age that I am now, I can look back and go, God, I really lived. I really did all these lovely things because mm-hmm. I wanted to do them. So if you're feeling like you're somebody who might not want children, then you're, one, you're not alone. There's loads mm-hmm. of us. It's just no one ever talks about it. Rachel Cargill actually has got a really amazing uh, Instagram called um, Rich Auntie Supreme. Which is a community. that's my goal to be the rich exactly. auntie shows up at the events like smash like ah oh, treats all the kids and then just leaves and like goodbye exactly and like full regalia like a massive amazing yeah. outfit she never has to worry about baby puke or food all over her clothes yeah and she's got like, loads of money to spend on it exactly <laughs> and she set up this page and it's just like a community of women who decided they don't want children uh, but they don't want to not be in their friends children's lives or their other people's lives you yeah. can be you can have an enriched life as an auntie without... you can be a mum to other kids like exactly you can be a yeah. dog mum I say that I'm a plant mother I've got like 40 mm. plants in my bedroom that keeps me <laughs> but mm. that idea of like not wanting to be have a 2.4 you know nuclear family isn't appealing mm-hmm. to you it's not you're not weird you're not unusual yeah and you know you can give your life so much purpose without children that you will never feel unfulfilled pursuing mm. your dreams and your goals whether that's reading books regularly whether that's taking night classes whether that's living in different countries all of that becomes possible when it is just you mm. because you you only have to look after you and you yeah. can change your mind and none of it is set in stone you yeah can... it's not like you decide right that's it and the other thing is like my friend who used to do the podcast with me she her and her partner are very adamant no children and she went to the doctors about because it's obviously a pain like birth control and everything and she just inquired like about being sterilized and the doctors are so 
like so they like they just bought a big water like it's shocked like oh well you shouldn't we can't do that until you're at least in like your 30s and you know you definitely don't want them and you can't like we can't make any decisions like are you sure are you sure like it was the most radical thing she's ever said yeah and it's just I'd been up yeah I had the same thing last year, summer I went to the doctors I was having serious I thought I had suspected endometriosis and fibroids mm-hmm. and I forced them to see me I stamped my foot and said take Good. me yeah. take me in wand me and mm-hmm. fortunately, I don't have any of those conditions. I just have very severe um, menstrual symptoms. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said, you know, if this persists, I would like to have an elective hysterectomy because I can't cope. This is too yeah. much. And they said, oh, but what if you want to have children? I said, but I'm living in pain every three and a half weeks for a week. I'm crippled by pain. Mm. I'd rather not have this. Oh, you also you say it like you've never thought about that. Like, <laughs> oh, but what but about children? Know? Yeah. I'm like, what the heck? So I've got to live with pain, mm. you know, for the rest of my, you know, whatever God. it is until post. Yeah. So. Yeah. I didn't even realise till the other day that the menopause goes on for like nearly 10 years. So like we're in pain when we get a period, then you hit the menopause and you're in pain and then eventually it ends and then you die. <laughs> like we're just in pain for our whole life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're like that little bit of time when you're post-menopause. No wonder women yeah. are like zero fucks yeah like everything starts to be so much better and you're like oh great get me postmenopausal, mm-hmm. please yes oh god what? oh doesn't it oh yeah nightmare, nightmare. wow well, do you want to tell the listeners where they can find you yes you can find me at the sex ed club on instagram and Twitter. amazing oh well thank you so much for coming on this has been a great little debate and moan <laughs> I love it <laughs> I've needed this <laughs> oh, I totally loved yeah. it mm, oh great well until next time everybody thank yeah, you yeah. bye